learn a little bit of the parsha together in the next hour. The parsha is Kitavo, and the parsha is Li'inui Nishmat Shengelbat Gershon Aleha Hashalom. You know, the parsha of Kitavo is kind of mildly depressing because it enumerates all the punishments that will come upon B'nai Yisrael if they don't adhere to the agreement with HaKadosh Baruch How we will keep the Torah and HaKadosh Baruch will will take care of us, so to speak. And all of these punishments that are enumerated at length in the parish of Kitavo, and they repeat the uh, the same kind of thing that was enumerated at the end of the book of Ayikro, uh, in the parish of the Chukotai. Before going into Eretz Israel, in the parish of Vayikra, the end of Vayikra, I mean, that was should have been the next step, except for the Chet Maraglim, the uh, spies, the sin of the spies, which prevented B'nai Yisrael from entering Eretz Israel, so that the the arrangement, the Brit, the covenant with God was repeated in the parish of Kitavo, our parish, which comes just before B'nai Yisrael are going to enter Eretz Yisrael. So in this, both of these parashiyot, in the parasha of the Chukotai and in the parasha of Kitavo, there's a, a, a lengthy enumeration of the punishments that will come upon us. And uh, we understand, I mean, in hindsight, since we are here in a place where we're like thousands of years after this agreement was made, we know that a lot of these punishments, we can point to them in our history. They were difficult. They remain difficult. They remain difficult. But one pasuk in the parish of Kitavo always struck me as being somewhat difficult, even though Rashi ignores it, doesn't comment which I guess should mean that the puzzle is kind of simple and straightforward, but I'll leave it to you to tell me. The Pasuk says that the reason, one of the reasons for the punishment that will befall you is Asher lo avadita et Hashem elokecha b'simcha uvetuv leivav beirovko. Simcha and tuv leivav, simcha joy, and tuv leivav a welcoming heart, Mirov Kol, because you had so much, you couldn't conjure up Simcha. And because you didn't do the mitzvahs with Simcha, you're going to be punished. That's what the Pasuk says. And what is this Simcha that the Pasuk, that's so important that we're going to be punished if we don't do the, do whatever we do with Simcha? I mean, what is this that we're missing out on? What is this simcha that is referred to? Okay. So I told you that Rashi doesn't help us. And that's really uh, unfortunate. Because I depend on Rashi. As I imagine most of you also do. So what's there to do when Rashi uh, is not there? 
is not with us, so I've collected a few sources that I think will be helpful, will be helpful in determining what the Simchada referred to is. The first of these sources is a Rambam, the Halacha the Rambam in Hilchot Lulav, Perchet Halacha Petvat. The Rambam is a book, when I say the Rambam, I mean the Yad HaZakah, the Yad HaZakah is a book of Halachot. However, embedded in these his halachic statements are often often uh, um, specific understandings that the Rambam had about things. And it's important for us to know what they are and to kind of try to assess them. So this is what the Rambam says in Uchot Lulav, in the laws of the Lulav. Asimcha, simcha. שיסמך אדם בעשיית המצווה ובאהבת האקר שציווה בהם. שמחה means a connection, joy is a connector. It's like, like, uh, like everybody knows if, uh, if, if you have a guest at home and he's staying over and he's, uh, you know, he says, hey, could you go and get me a cup of coffee? That could be annoying. Be annoying. A person doesn't have any kind of respect for your uh, what you're doing and the the, the the fact that he's causing you uh, difficulty. But if your father asked you for a cup of coffee, then you would run to do it because it's your father. You feel you feel that obligation. So the Rambam says. The Rambam says again. Asimcha, what's the definition of simcha? Sheyismach adam basiyat mitzvah. It's not. It's it's simcha in doing the mitzvah. Uba'avat akel shetzivabahem, and the love of God who commanded us. It was every time I do a mitzvah, I know that I'm doing God's will, and doing God's will makes me really happy. Makes you really happy. I mean, you could see that the Rambam was a litvak. None of this clapping hands and jumping up and down. And, you know, this idea of simcha, the idea of simcha, is an idea that is connected to who I am doing it for. If I recognize the fact that I'm doing it for a Kodesh Bochum, because a Kodesh Bochum wants me to do it, that will bring simcha to me. And then the Rambam speaks uh, about this definition that he just promulgated, and he says, He, it should be, This is really the service of God. Simcha. It's not about jumping up and down. It's not about clapping your hands. It's not about drinking and eating. It's none of those things. It's what comes to you because you're doing God's will. Will the Rambam continues and says, "Kol amonei atzmon misimcha zo ra'uili parami menu." Whoever, whoever denies himself this simcha, like you know, he's grumpy, he's unhappy, he's only doing it because he's being forced to do it. All of those things, all of those ideas, 
ראוי להיפרע ממני, deserves punishment. שנאמר, כבוד צהר הפסוק, תחת אשר לא עבדתי, עבדת את אשר אלוקיך בשמחה וטוב לבב. That's the whole פסוק. It's not the why it's not printed on the, uh, on the sheet. So the Rambam says, "Asher lo avad, Asher b'lechav b'shishimcha v'tum leivav, v'kol ha-magis ta'ato v'cholei kavod la'atzmo u'mitkabed b'inyan b'mkomot e'lu choltev v'shotev." And whoever takes the credit for doing something good to himself, he talks about himself. Oh, that pasuk is, the Rambam says, Choteh, sins, and he's stupid. Valzeh is here Shlomo Ramah, and this is what Shlomo Melech was referring to when he said, Al Kitadar, Lifnei Melech, don't get all dressed up when you come before the king. They call him a Shpilatzmo, somebody who is humble. Umekel Gufo Bim Komot and doesn't stress his bodily self. Hu ha-gadol ha-mechubad ha-oved That's called serving God with love. So the Ramam has a definition. The Ramam has a definition for, for simcha. And the Ramam's definition of simcha is you're doing it for God. You're doing it for God. Now we all know, we all know that you can do mitzvot in a much more perfunctory manner. You can do mitzvot because we're used to doing mitzvot. We do them every day, every week, every month. When the time for the mitzvah comes rolling around, we do the mitzvah. We don't think so much about simcha. But according to the Rambam, simcha is a important ingredient in what we usually call kavanah. Kavanah simply defined is that you make a bracha. When you do a mitzvah, you make a bracha. Bracha to Hashem, Hashem Gishal Mitzvotav Tzivana, we are commanded, right? Uh, we, are, we are commanded, Allah Hilat Matzah, to eat a matzah. We're commanded to eat a matzah. So that's called kavanah. We, eating a matzah, eating a matzah is something that uh, anybody might do. You have to make sure that you know that it's a mitzvah that you're doing. So you say a bracha. But beyond the kavanah that's included in the bracha, beyond that kavanah, there is the idea, there is the idea that even if doing the mitzvah is good for me, like I haven't eaten all day, I haven't eaten beforehand, I'm going to eat a matzah and it's going to satisfy me. I'm going to be able to say, I've eaten something, right? All of that, all of that is uh, is uh, not the simcha that we're talking about. The simcha that we're talking about is saying, I'm doing it because HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants me to do it. I feel close to that tzivui. That's what the Rambam, that's what the Rambam says. So the Rambam has defined, the Rambam has defined simcha the kind of simcha that's associated with the mitzvah, so we can understand the pasuk. If you did mitzvot, that's what the, the pasuk is, if you did mitzvot, if you did what a Kodesh but you didn't do it properly. 
He didn't do it properly, you know, with the idolaters. In the Tanakh, when you think about idolatry, you know that they they were all working on maximum benefit for maximum investment. You know, they they didn't leave they didn't leave the service of God. But they said, Why not? Let's uh let's do some service to some other God. We'll be covered from different directions. That's what the that's what brought back idolatry every time the lack of the feeling of exclusivity of a Baruch Hu, that only a Baruch Hu, that a mitzvah is not just something that you do but it's something that God wants you to do and we appreciate the mitzvah the doing of the mitzvah on that basis on that basis I'm, I'm doing what God wants me to do and that's what the Rambam says the second source, also from the Rambam, is an important contradiction or contrary position to what we've just learned. The Rambam says in Ilchot Yom Tov, Perik Vav HaLachakav, Sh'adam Ochel V'Shotev V'Sameach Ba'Regel. So I told you that on the Regel, on the Regel, Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkot, those are the Regalim. On these Regalim, there's a special mitzvah of simcha, special, only for the regalim. We learn it primarily from Sukkot, and then with Xera Shavah, we compare it to Shavuot and Sukkot, and, and uh, Pesach and Sukkot, and Shavuot as well. So the Rambam says, she says, when you have, when you're doing simcha on the regal, right? One of the three major holidays, right? Lo you didn't like draw out the wine. Uvishok and laughter, uvekalutrosh and lightheadedness. Viyomar shekol you shouldn't say you shouldn't say as much as you as much as you add you had the simcha you had the yayin and you had the, the, the good food you shouldn't say that so the Ramam has made a distinction between simcha, which is necessary and applicable at the time of of the uh, of the regalim, and that kind of activity which is forbidden, it's called holelut, lightheadedness, a lack of concern, someone who is not thinking properly about what he's doing. All of those things are forbidden. They're certainly not demanded by the Torah at that particular time. Certainly not. That's what the Rambam says. That's what the Rambam says. Furthermore, furthermore, the Rambam says, "El al hatsimcha sheish ba'avodot yotzer hakol." But simcha, the kind of simcha that we're looking for, is the kind of simcha where we serve. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Sh'neemar Tachat Asher Lo Avadet At Hashem Elokecha B'Simcha B'Tuv Leivav That's our Pasuk 
you're going to be punished because you didn't serve God with joy. What kind of joy? Well, obviously, the kind of joy which is not holy loot. Which is not holy loot. What kind of joy is not holy loot? The kind of joy that brings you closer to HaKadosh Baruch Makes you feel that you're doing the right thing at the right, at the right time. All of this might be a bit of a kasha, according to the Rabbah, on the Minagan Purim that some people have because of the uh, Shulchan Aruch to, uh, to get drunk, to get drunk on Purim, but it would seem, it, it's a difficult, it's difficult. Because after all, on Purim you have to do, usually you have to do mitzvot. Even if you daven mincha before, you eat the su'uda, so like you're not drunk yet, you don't get drunk till, you, till the su'uda. Even if you daven mincha before, you still have to do birkat amazon, which the best of my recollection is a, best, is a mitzvah min ha-torah, mitzvah doraita. Well, how are you going to do that? How are you going to do the mitzvah doraita? I don't know. I know, but the Ramam states clearly that on Pesach, on Shavuot, on Sukkot, on Sukkot, on these days where there's an obligation to do, to have Simcha, the Simcha that we are in favor of is the Simcha of Hilchot Lulav that we learned previously. That we learned previously. So the Rambam, the Rambam has a, a position, and his position is that uh, Simcha comes because it brings you closer to HaKadosh Baruch If I wanted to, uh, uh, okay, we'll see. We'll see how Rab Nachman deals with this. If you look at the fourth, uh, the fourth, we'll skip the third for a moment. We'll go to the fourth source. Comes from Sefer Misilat Yisharim. You know that the Misilat Yisharim was one of the books written by the Rab Chal, Rab Moshe Chaim Lutzato, who was a very interesting person and uh, wrote a book. I mean, he was a Kabbalist, but he wrote a book on Musar. And he was not a Kabbalist in that book. That book is not Kabbalistic at all. And that book became very popular amongst different Jewish communities. Of course, Rabbi Sol Salanter, who created the Mutzer movement, had a very uh, high opinion of the book of Mitzvah Sharim, and as a result, it's still uh, looked at casually, but looked at in yeshivot today, until today. Even Hasidic yeshivot, you know, where they obviously don't want to do the same thing as the literature yeshivas do, even in Hasidic yeshivas they learn um, the Misilat Yisharim. Uh, Misilat Yisharim was popular, is popular in a variety of, of places um, in America amongst the conservative movement, even the reform movement. They all learn the Misilat Yisharim. So here's the Misilat Yisharim. Perk Yutet. It's in the middle of a sentence. Well, he's going to explain Sikar, Simcha. 
והוא עיקר גדול בעבודה. שמחה זה very important aspect of serving God. והוא מה שדוד מזהיר, this is what David warned us about, ואמר, אומר, עבדו את השם בשמחה, בואו לפניו ברננה, פסק אין תהלם. שמחה, that's how you do it, you serve God בשמחה. Or you serve God be renana. Renana is also a kind of word that means simcha. Ve'omer, v'tzadikim yismichu ya'altzu lifnei Elohim. They'll have joy and simcha before God. V'yashishu b'simcha. And they will, they will uh, sing out with joy. Ramur Razal, another source, Eina Shechina Shora, Ela Mitoch Simcha, that Shechina is Shora, dwells upon you, only when there is Simcha Shal Mitzvah. Vala Pasuk, Shezacharnu Lemala, Ivdu Ad Hashem Simcha, that Pasuk that we mentioned above, serve God with joy, Amru B'Medrash, Omar Rabbi, Kishetiyeh Omeid, There's a medrash that says, when you stand before me to daven, you should be happy. There is no other like him. There's no other God. What is it that we call real simcha, real joy? What makes you happy? That he can stand and worship before God and there's none like him. There's nothing like God. So you see the Mesilat Yisharim written hundreds of years after the Rambam. To my mind, to my mind, is a Rambamist in this matter. He takes upon himself the Rambam. And the Rambam was, the Rambam is that the Simcha comes not from the fact that you're doing what God wants you to do, but it comes from the fact that you're doing what God wants you to do. In other words, you can do what God wants you to do, but not so much consider that you're doing what God wants you to do. You, you, don't, you don't really think about that so much. You don't think about that so much. Okay. Now we'll go back to the Shulchan Aruch. To the Shulchan Aruch. Here's the Ramah in the Shulchan Aruch Arachayim Ilchot Lulav Siman Tavresh Samatves. If you have the sheet, it's right there. It's the third source. One, two, three, the fourth source. Old Nagube Midinot Elo the Shulchan Aruch said, "There's a minhag that we have. Lotzi b'Simchat Torah. Remember Simchat Torah. The the Ramah was in Poland. That means that they were in Chutzlar. To Chutzlar, there's an extra day of Shmini Yatzeret. Shmini Yatzeret comes after Sukkot. Shmini Yatzeret today doesn't have any real mitzvot that we do." that are associated, so we have Shemini Yatzeret, and then we have the day after Shemini Yatzeret. So the minute was kind of developed 
that the day after Shemidi Yatzeret, which is also, we call it Shemidi Yatzeret, will become, will become a day of Simchat Torah. That was the decision that was made. So he says, so the minig is that you take out all the that's what the Ramos says you take out all the Sifrei Torah from the Aron Kodesh that's the Heichal and then you, you sing whatever you sing you know there are Hakafot you look at the in your Machsor you'll see that there's a like a set a set uh, uh, program, and besides that, you could add songs as you wish, as you like, right? And furthermore, there's a minhag which doesn't come from any place; it has no source really. That nagula kif to go around the bima and the beta and the beta knesset. Just like we do in the morning, we go around the the shulchan with a with a lulav. So simcha, according to the Rama, has a different meaning. Simcha generates activities. Activities that look like mitzvot, not stam. Simcha is not about having a party. Simcha is not about drinking and eating. That's not simcha, the simcha that the Ramo is talking about. But the simcha is, I want to show how much I appreciate the Torah. I want to show how much I appreciate the mitzvot that were given to me in the Torah. All of that, all of that, I can do that. I can do that. I can take the Sefer Torah and dance with it. I can take the Sefer Torah and go around the table, even though it may not have a particular source. It doesn't matter. It comes from a good place. It comes from a good place. Because the Rambam in Hilchot Shuvah we learned today, the Rambam in Hilchot Shuvah says there are Darchei Shuvah. You know what Darchei Shuvah is? A person wants to do Shuvah. A person needs to do Shuvah. A person needs is sincerely interested in doing the best kind of tshuva he could possibly do. So the Rambam says he screams, I want to do tshuva. He may change his name and say I'm a different person. He may go go far away from home to do tshuva. In other words, you want to do more than, than you're instructed to do. So here also the Ramos says, you know, it was Shemini Atzeret. And the people wanted to say something. They wanted to do something connected to the Torah. They wanted to declare their simcha, their joy. Huh? And so they did that. Uh, now, if you look at the Mishnah which is right next to that source, Mishum Simcha, Ketav Marik Yosef Kolon, B'Shem Rav Haigaon, B'Shorish Tet. That's just a reference. Yom Zeri Gilim Etzlenu Lerkodbo Afilu Kamitz Kainim That day we are, our minag is to dance and even older people Bishaj Omrim Kilusim La Torah that they say they praise the Torah 
ולכן יש להתאמץ בזה, לרקוד ולזמר לכבוד התורה, that it's necessary, because there's a minog, let's everybody join in, everybody should, should, should uh, sing and dance לכבוד התורה, כמו שכתוב גבי דוד המלך עליו השלום, he was mifazez umikarker bekol oz lifnei Hashem. He like sang and danced and and made all kinds of happy noises before Hakadosh Baruch Hu lifnei Hashem. And listen now to the Mishnah Berurah. The Mishnah Berurah says, "Mekakatav misham ha'arizal ve'idu al ha'arizal shamasha malal yonash eisig." So they asked the Arizal, how did you become the Arizal? This is quoted in the Mishnah Bura, but you have to understand that this is remarkable. The highest level that he was able to achieve, came to him because Haya Misameach Bechol Oz Vesimchanshel Mitzvah, that he, he, the joy that he had for doing the mitzvah and the energy that he put into it is what produced him, produced the Arizal. And he ends, the Mishnabur ends with saying, Begamalat Gro, the Gro was not a Chosid, I remind you. The Gro was the ultimate misnaget, the ultimate misnaget. The Galad Roz al Kadvu, Shayamirakeid Lifnea Sefetura, Bikol Kocho, that he would dance before the Torah at Simchat Torah with all the energy and might that he had. So you have sources, two sources, right? The Arizal and, and the Gro, who were not so much, you know, into each other, but they both agreed, whether we had dancing before the Sefer Torah was something important, and dancing before the Sefer Torah is something that you you did because you wanted to do it, that's the Simcha, the Simcha created mitzvahs, it created a new obligation, and that creation of the new obligation is the Simcha, and that didn't exist when the Jews were punished with exile. They didn't have that. They didn't have that. They did. They Maybe they did what they were supposed to do. But they didn't do beyond what they were supposed to do. And that's... Uh... Okay, let's look at Rav Nachman. Can we look at Rav Nachman? Likute Moran Tinyona Torah Kavdalaj. Rav Nachman says a kalal. Nachman says, you have to be energized. You have to work at it. You have to use all of the strength at your disposal in order to maintain you're always besimcha. Machmat pig a umikreyazman Nikola Damalei Surim. So the Rav, Rav Nachman had this, this idea about Marashkhara. Marashkhara, what's defined it as depression? 
depression we know today is a perfectly normal thing. People suffer from a depression, but they recover. And that's called normal. Those are the normal people. It's hard to imagine a person who never felt depressed or never felt unhappy with himself. That's very, very difficult. It's very difficult. So the the Rav Nachman said, Rav Nachman said, depression is the enemy. It may be that Rav Nachman himself had to battle with depression. That's a different question. But Rav Nachman said about depression that depression is the enemy. And simcha is the word that describes the victory over that enemy. And so according to Rav Nachman, according to Rav Nachman, we are able, we are able to deal with this problem. And it has to be dealt with before we try to do God's bidding. It's just not reasonable to do mitzvot while you're depressed while you're unhappy, while you're you're suffering from some terrible catastrophe that you think has come upon you. So Rav Nachman says, no, you can't do mitzvot in that state. However, you have simcha. You have a weapon to overcome the depression. And so Rav Nachman says, Rav Nachman says, "Shiyoshvim al sifrei musar shemedabrim etzem haonashim heim ba'imlatz." I'm sorry, I'm in the wrong. We call Adam aleisurin. He says all these. This you know, people feel feel that they're in pain. They feel this pain and that pain, and they talk about pain and they talk about how unhappy they are with the pain that they have. He says, that is a kind of depression. That's a kind of depression. You have to force yourself. Even saying things or doing things that are kind of silly, that don't really, you know, they're not really appropriate to your level of uh, of understanding. Even though a broken heart is something very good and it helps you to daven. In we say that a lev nishbar, a broken heart is good. They mean at a moment, at a particular moment, but when you want to do the mitzvot, the lev nishbar is not good for you. So everybody can decide about a particular time during the day when he is broken heart. He's able to daven with the broken with the broken heart. So you see, Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman changed this inyan of simcha from a problem that had to do with a particular mitzvah, how you do the mitzvah, how you act when you do the mitzvah, to a a kind of overwhelming human problem. What do we do about depression if we say that depression 
runs contrary to to faith. You can't believe in God when you think that everything is wrong, when nothing is working out, when nothing is helpful. You can't. That's Rabbi Nachman. Rabbi Nachman had a Talmud, had a student whose name was Rav Nosson. Rav Nosson wrote a book called Likute Alachot, which is an interesting attempt to connect the Torah of Rav Nachman to the Shulchan Aruch. You know that Rav Nachman wrote uh, like a more uh, about Emunah and Machshava than, than Halakha. So Rav Nosson came to connect them. Listen to what Rav Nosson says. Ki onesh he says, it's not what we call depression. It's like you learn. If you learn about about the punishment for different sins, according to the Arizal, well, you have to have a strong back. It can bring you to, to crazy thinking about Torah and, and, and mitzvot. This is a, an illness of many people. So the Rabbi first of all, takes away the clinical aspect of depression. And he says, depression could come to people because they learned the Torah of the Arizal. Because the Torah of the Arizal includes the punishments, like how many makot do you have to get for every uh, avera that you did? I mean, it seems like an, an endless kind of list. So if you're confronted with the fact that you may be liable to a tremendous punishment, that itself may cause you to be depressed, unhappy, unable, unable to function properly. Have a, okay. That's what Haman, Haman wanted to get them depressed. That's why he did everything in public. He did everything out loud, so to speak, so that the people should feel the 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 difficulty of a Mordechai, who bechidat sechel al yom Mordechai was a, a great a great Jew. So Mordechai was able to the plan of Haman and to uh, to bring through Simcha to bring the, the world back with the simcha that they, you know, they ate a meal. They, uh, this is a, like a separate study, but you understand that what I wanted to say, the difference between Rav Nachman and, uh, and Rav Nosson, is that for Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman is, not, is willing to say there is this problem that people have, and that problem is called depression, and depression is, is something we have to fight against. And we fight against depression. We fight against depression with simcha. That's our. That's our. I mean, usually, you know, people are depressed. They're they're unhappy. They act unhappy. 
they don't feel good about themselves. Along comes Rav Nachman and he says, Simcha, that's the antidote, that's what's going to that's what's going to enable us, what's going to enable us to to beat the depression. Rav Nason says, maybe not a depression, a clinical depression, but there's a depression that could come from just understanding how how much the punishment will overwhelm you, how much the punishment will overwhelm you. So we see that during the years, various aspects of simcha were understood, right? And and they're all true. They're all correct. They don't usurp each other by any means. But there's the Rambam, that simcha has something to do with recognizing who you're standing before, and the Mesir Tisharim extends that. The Shulchan Aruch points out that sometimes simcha leads to new mitzvot. Rav Nosen, Rav Nachman says that simcha is built in, built into the created world in the sense that we're all liable to mora to depression, but we can overcome it. And, and Rav Nosen says that simcha will overcome the lessons of the Arizal and how much punishment we actually deserve for the uh, for the mitzvot that we have not performed correctly. Have a good Shabbos. All the best to you.